Come on, put your hands together for Jesus as we welcome the choir. Praise the Lord. Let a living soul shout hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is good. And all the time, let's put our hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. The choir will be ministering this morning in a song titled Awadupe. It means we've come to give thanks to the Lord for giving us the grace to be part of the first Sunday in the month of February. Stay blessed as you listen in the name of Jesus. Now, hey, we praise you now. Hey, 
rise up on our feet. Let's rise up on our feet this morning. I want you to begin to wave your hands unto the Most High God. Begin to appreciate him this morning because his, his word is yes and amen. He's a faithful God. There is none like him. He's a king of kings. He's a lord of Lord. For his mercies and for his kindness. For his faithfulness towards your life. For all the great things that he has done for you. And for all the great things that he has promised to do. Thank you, Jesus. He has promised he will never fail. I will honor him. I will honor him. Oh, my God has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness. Is forevermore is faithfulness is forevermore he has promised he has promised he will never fail he will never fail I will follow him I will honor him Hallelujah, he has promised, he will never fail. Oh, he's faithfulness, oh, he's forevermore, oh, he's faithfulness, he's forevermore. Come down, oh Lord, and Manifest your power, come down, come down, oh and manifest your power. Oh, come down, Jehovah, come and manifest your power, come down, come down, oh and manifest your power. Oh, but all the show, Danny, call the Papa me to me show ten Oh, Oluwa wa, 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 Oluw
ni gbogbo aye oruko re ti ni to oluwa 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 oruko re ti ni to o ni gbo ogun aye oruko re ti ni to it is the first sunday in the month of february and i want you to just go back to the previous month and i begin to appreciate the name of the lord i have a reason to praise the lord this morning because i am still alive just appreciate him this morning i have a reason to praise the lord 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 in my home. I have a reason to praise the Lord. Hallelujah! I have a reason to praise the Lord. Oh, I have a reason to praise the Lord. Hey, I have a reason to praise the Lord. Oh, my, 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 Me this way, 
Thank you, Jesus. Eluwa, I didn't know. 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 I I Taloda pire, Oluwa. Taloda pire, Oluwa. Oluwa, ninukoko halakaralayi. Taloda pire, Oluwa. Aye aye aye, kamuna, kamuna itaje baba, o kamuna yala. Yesu kamuna. Eh, ayo, 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 kamuna. Eh, kamuna, ita. Oh, kamuna, Jesus. Oh, kamuna. Eh, my eyes have seen, my eyes have heard. Mama, to talk about the goodness of God. Oh, my eyes have seen, my eyes have heard. Mama, to talk about the goodness of God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Woo! I want somebody to give me one Eurobosom. Oh, yeah, from the congregation. One, one, one. Ajay. Oh, lead us now, lead us, lead us, lead us. That's all finished. That's all finished. Yeah. Hallelujah. Arubo ojo Olorun agbalagba eyi lo ba ti ko bi pekun oba lai lai ka bi esi o ka bi esi o ka bi esi o Olorun wa e ma se o come on shout hallelujah Uye mami, uye mami. Uye mami, uye mami. Uye mami, uye mami. Eraje. Uye mami, uye mami. Uye mami, uye mami. 
Oh, uye mami, uye mami. Ah, uye mami, uye mami. Oh, uye mami, uye mami. Thank you, Father. We appreciate you this morning because your word is true. You are the King of Kings, you are the Lord of Lords, you are the Ancient of Days. Our people call you Opata Kitaoleki Kitaolekiton. Arugwojo Atagba Makpa Rawuji. Olorutu Tiko Yipada. Aile Yipada. The Rubo people, they say they call you Obenuta Koruru. The Igbo people, they call it Igwe. You are the king of kings, Igwe of all the Igwe. You are the Oyan Kupon. You are the mighty God. You are the awesome God. We bless your name this morning. It is not by our power. Thank you, Father. Imarama, Imarama. Imarama, Imarama. Jehovah. Imarama, Imarama. Oh. Imarama, 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 Thank you, everlasting Father. We give you praise. Accept our praises this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus as we sit down in the presence of God. Hallelujah. January 31st, year 2014, uh, Grace Ground officially started our open heavens. So which means, as of today, we are already one year. Come on, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So we are already in the week of our anniversary. And I want you to join me today to make seven loudest noise you have ever made in life to God in a very, very loudest way. Are you ready? Let's go seven, 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 hallelujah, let's go. Hallelujah. Baga, 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 baga. Wait, wait, wait. Hallelujah. That one is too small. Amen. Seven loudest noise that you have ever made in your life. You don't make noise when you are sitting down. It's not possible. You cannot make correct noise while you are sitting down. Seven powerful hallelujah for what God has done in our life. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Let's go. Hallelujah. Devil is in trouble. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Aha. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you. The last one. Hallelujah. Amen. We are serving a faithful God. I want to shake hands with the person sitting beside you or standing beside you. Say, my sister, you are too much. 
The grace is too much for you. In the name of Jesus. Let's have a seat in the wonderful presence of God. I want to welcome all of you again to the presence of God. Today is our Thanksgiving Sunday and God has been so faithful. I want to welcome some of our sisters that are just returned back from home. We are going to shout for Jesus in their lives. Sister Victoria, Sister Anita, hallelujah. God bless you in Jesus' name. Today, I'm going to speak to you shortly on something I tie to generational blessings. Generational blessings. Hallelujah. Generational blessings. In Africa, uh, when you hear the word generational, generational, what comes to your mind? Generational curses. In Africa, what we are familiar with is generational curses, which is as a result of the evil plantation that our forefathers have planted some time ago. But this time, I'm talking about generational blessings. So as we have generational curses, we also have generational blessings. And because we are all seeds of Abraham, we are entitled to heavenly blessings. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the heritage that our forefather left behind for us is problems. Most of the things that our forefathers did to our family, uh, they left a lot of serious battle down for us. Now, you are now part of that generational problems. There are some families that in their family, they don't get married. Some, they get married to five husbands. So if they want to have five children, they must get married to five husbands. And it has been the norms in the family. It has been a normal thing in the family. That even everybody in the family, they don't even think of getting married again. They just get belly and that's all. Hallelujah. That some family, they, don't, they cannot maintain any blessing in their life. My people say, they say, La la toba losoke. So in the family, their own life is like, no matter how high they go in life, they still come down to the zero point. But I am here to talk to you today about a kind of generational blessing that can change the story, that can change the standard that our forefathers have laid down in our family. And you are that change maker in your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. The book of Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Verse 1 to 3. We will see the account. Of how God. Commanded our great. Great 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 grandfather. In faith Abraham. To leave his father's house. God gave him a command. He said Abraham leave your father's house. To a land that I will show you. And I will give this land to your generation. How many of you want to be part of the Abrahamic blessing? Wave your hand unto the Lord. And so shall it be in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. The book of Proverbs chapter 11 verse 6. It said, Upon the wicked it shall raise nets, fire and brimstone, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. So, Upon the wicked in our family, 
God shall reign damnation. He shall reign judgment. So which simply means all the wicked things that our forefathers has done, we are going to reap their wicked uh, fruit which they've uh, prepared for us a long time ago. But when you are born again, when you are a child of God, God automatically disconnects you from the generational curses of your family and it will establish you a fresh heritage on behalf of your family. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. It is the law of God that whatever a man soweth, that shall he reap. So when you sow evil, you must definitely reap evil. The Bible says in the book of uh, Psalm 34 verse 21 that evil shall slay the wicked. Evil shall slay the wicked. So if you are a, a sister, that your father is an herbalist, or you are a brother, that your father comes from a, a family of warriors and they do a lot of juju, there are so many things that they are laying down for the generation that may fight the destiny of the generation. But you, as a believer, you can change the standard. Can I hear you say a louder amen? I can't hear you. So, according to the word of God, the reward of the wicked and their generation deserves to be punished for their wickedness, for the innocent blood they've shed, for the sin of idolatry, for attributing the glory that is due to God to a graven image. A wicked person deserves to be punished. But when we are talking about generational message, I mean generational blessing. So I'm not taking you to the curses. So we're not going to break curse this morning. But we are going to, by thanksgiving and prayer, we are going to claim the generational blessings of our family. And you are going to change the story of your family. Hallelujah. So this is what happened. There is consistent flow in a family. It's either the flow is positive or the flow is negative. In every family, there is an anointing that flows. There is uh, a situation that flows. So, and it flows just as God said that the oil flow from the head of Aaron down to his chin, down to his leg, down to all the parts of his body. So, we have the generational curses or generational blessing flowing in the family from the top. Now, when evil is flowing from the top, from the root of your foundation, when it gets to you, because now you have been disconnected from that root, you are now connected to a lasting covenant of blessing. When the flow gets to you, now before it now comes out of you, because it is automatic that the flow should not stay in your life, it should continue to your generation. When the flow gets to you, before it gets out of you, the evil stops because you have a special, a different flow inside you. The, 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 the evil flow stops with you. And blessings begin to flow out of your life to your own generation and to the life that are attached to you. I want to tell you one thing today that as an individual, there are a lot of destinies that are attached to your life. So when you fail, they, all, they also fail along with you. When you fall, they also fall along with you. When you are blessed, their life is also lifted along with you. Take for example, you have been destined to be a successful businessman. A great businessman. Now you add the flow of God into your life and curses could not interfere with the program of God for your life. At the end of the day, your business will grow to an extent 
that the company becomes so big that now you begin to employ people. You begin to give hope to people. You begin to sponsor people's education. So those people that you employ, their destiny is attached to you according to the plan of God. But when you fail, it means you fail. You are not able to establish your business. Those people that are supposed to feed based on, your, on you employing them, they will not be able to feed. Their destiny is cut off. But because you are a generation of Jesus, you are anointed today to flow good things into the life of your generation. Can I get a louder amen? Now, I want to give you some few facts and I will continue the message some other time because of our time. I want to tell you that uh, whatever a man soweth, that he shall reap. It's a permanent law. Prayer cannot change it. Fasting cannot change it. Praises cannot change it. There are some principles of God that God has laid down that you cannot bribe God to change his principle. Whatever a man soweth, that is what he shall reap. Now, the act of reaping the fruits of the good deeds of our predecessors or reaping the fruits of the good things you or someone has sowed, that is generational blessing. The act of reaping the good deeds of somebody ahead of you, maybe your dad did something good for somebody some time ago then your dad is not in any, in any condition to receive any favor from the person he has blessed some time ago now when you meet the person that your dad has helped and you are also in need of help what happens? the mind of the person automatically subconsciously makes reference to the good thing that your dad has done to him and because of that, he or she considers helping you. That is a generational blessing. Hallelujah. That, that means you are actually reaping the good fruit, I mean the good seed of your dad. Amen. There was uh, a man of God, Dr. D.K. Olukoya, when he won an, uh, a scholarship and he applied for a scholarship in school in the U.S. and they, they denied him. Because he actually submitted his file late. Now what happened is that there was a man then in this office, working in this office. He was a messenger as at that time. So when the man saw uh, doctor, he I asked, which state are you from? I'm from this place. I'm from this place. Ah, I also have a friend who is also from your town. And because his friend was from the town, of the man, he decided to help him. So he brought his file, put his file where they will be able to see his file. Hallelujah. At, it, at, at first, the man reaped the fruit of one good thing that someone that he did not even know has done in the life of the messenger. Now, doctor got admitted to the school, he won the scholarship, and his life changed. After so many years, this messenger man has grown very old. And he, has, he had a problem. And they had to carry him to prayer city. They brought him to Gio. And then he was praying for him. And then he now he realized that this is the guy that actually helped me some time ago. What happened? His life changed from that moment. Because what he actually came for is not just prayer that he needed. He needed even physical assistance. Then his life changed. What happened is that whatever you saw today, if you don't repeat, repeat now. Somebody from your loins, 
somebody who is close to you will reap it tomorrow. So you must lay a foundation of good blessing for your generation or for the people that are coming behind you. Hallelujah. Your blessing becomes generational when a father leaves a great heritage or a good legacy for his children. If the children manages the heritage very well, they will also leave an inheritance for their own children. Then the riches of the family becomes generational riches. And it continues to stay in the family. Hallelujah. Your father has worked so hard and God forbid but he grows old and he died and he handed the company everything he left behind. He gave it to you and you actually manage it very well. When you are also living, what happens? Your children also becomes, they have something to make reference to. Even when they finish school, they don't have to be looking for a job because somebody has worked hard to lay a good foundation for their life. So what foundation are you laying for your future? Hallelujah. Now, generational blessing does not only apply to family relatives, but also in organizational setting. If your boss does his work very well and is transferred to a different place, when you come there, he has laid the foundation for all the work you are going to do in a new place. When you come there, you will not, you will not struggle. You just continue to follow the foundation that he has laid. That is a generational blessing. Hallelujah. And I pray that today you will become a blessing unto the life of someone. I can't hear your amen. I still can't hear you. I say you will become a blessing to the life of someone. In the name of Jesus. So, now that you have time, many of you just uh, resume back to school. You are now beginning to think of how you are going to challenge the semester. You have a business, a new business challenges. And all that, and so many things are going on in your life. You have a child, you have a marriage, you have this, you have that. Most of the time, today does not matter. What matters most is tomorrow. Hallelujah. So, as you are doing your business, as you are going to the class, whatever it is that you lay your hand upon to do, remember there are people coming behind you. And whatever you lay down as a seed, that is what they will come and reap. Hallelujah. Now some of us here that when we are praying, we curse our forefathers for the evil that they've done down before they died. Do you want to grow old and when you are no more, then your children will be cursing you behind you? Say, Daddy, you are a useless man. You wasted my life. Some children, don't, they do that. Because some of us here that they, we, you, if, if you have a gun, say, you go and shoot your parents. That will not be your portion. In the name of Jesus. You may say, oh, me, as for me, there, my parents didn't leave anything for me. But you can leave something for the generation that is coming about behind you. You are a group leader in a church. Do your work well. So that, because let me tell you one fact about life. Nothing is permanent. Do you agree with me? Nothing in life is permanent. Even love is not permanent. You will love, oh love, oh love, oh love. At the end of the day, you grow to an extent that all the teeth is no more. At the end of the day, the man will die or the woman will die first. I witnessed a burial when the woman was crying, oh, my husband cannot go. You must bury me with him today. I will not leave this place. They were begging her. She was crying. They were begging, don't die, don't die. There was stubborn guy from the congregation said, leave her, leave her, leave her. Let her jump inside. Let them cover the head together. Then she started doing slow motion to the backward. He said, you won't understand. It's the love of my life. 
And so what? When somebody dies, the law finish. After some time, that is the end. So nothing in life is permanent. No condition is permanent. So you must take everything that God has given you, every opportunity that you have to look ahead to the future. Do everything you are doing very well so that you can actually lay a strong foundation for the people that are coming behind you. Let me give you some few hard facts about generational blessing. Number one, every effort you make in serving God today, your children, even your generational generation unborn will reap the result. Every effort that you make in placing God, in serving God today, the people that are coming behind you, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, those that are not even ready to even come to the world. When you are old and there is no more teeth in your mouth, they will be the one to start reaping the fruits that you have sown in the sight of God. There was a woman who was always sowing seed. She can give all she has to sow seed in the church. And she has three children. And these children, they also grew up to start following the steps of their mom. As time goes on, they grow old. The, the woman grow very old. And the children, they are all abroad. And let me tell you one thing. Up to today, there is nothing they desire that they do not get. Because somebody has laid a strong foundation for them before they were born. You don't want your children to struggle the same way you have struggled. Work for God with all your heart. Because everything that you do for God, if you don't reap it, your, generational un- your, your generation unborn will surely reap it. You may say your parents did not leave anything for you. Or you might not even see a sign of any heritage in your family. Well, the fact that you can start living a good heritage for the generation that are behind you. You are the elder sister in the family. Start laying a foundation for the people that are coming behind you. Your younger brother, your younger sister. Let them see you. Oh, my sister is serving God. I want to serve God like my sister. Hallelujah. When you leave school and you go back home for holidays and your siblings see the way you fast, the way you pray, the way you talk about God, they say, oh, I want to be like my sister. Every time, she always has something to say about God. And before you know it, you will start uh, changing the life of the people around you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. When you live a life of excellence, a life of integrity, helping others, serving God, paying your tithe, going extra miles for God, you are not just helping yourself, but you are sowing a seed that will only make life easy for your generation, that will make life easy for your family. God can consider your good work and make the life of your sibling more easier than your own life. So in everything that you have find yourself to do in the house of God, your business, your life, do it wholeheartedly. Do it with all your soul, with all your mind. And the blessing of God shall come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Now listen to this one. Nobody lives or dies unto himself. As you live, you sow seed. When you die, people reap what you have sown. So you are living today, you are not living unto yourself. You are living for somebody. What you are doing now, we affect the life of somebody tomorrow. Hallelujah. The seed you are sowing now 
we move the life of somebody ahead tomorrow or it can slow down the life of someone tomorrow let me tell you one thing the people that are coming behind us our sisters our brothers our children that we just give birth to or those nice children beautiful children that you want to give birth to in the future they have their own problem to deal with they are not coming to this world to come and start dealing with your own mistakes so in everything that you do make sure you work with God and you do things right and your sisters will bless you when you are married now and you are no longer around maybe your husband has taken you to Canada and your sisters they are also in their own marriage every time they will be praying and say God will bless my sister how many of you here has prayed for your mom for one particular thing that your mom one particular heroic job that your mom did in your life in your closet, whenever you remember that thing that your mom did, you now stand with in, inside your room and say, ah, God will bless my mommy. God, in fact, this woman, eh, God will bless me so that I will be rich then I will take care of you. How many of you have done that? Hallelujah. The fact is that a time is going to come that somebody will do the same thing for you. Your sister will do the same thing for you. Your brother will do the same thing for you. Your, your, your younger brother will stand somewhere and say, oh God, bless my brother. Bless my sister. She has been of great encouragement to me. Anytime I am down, when I look at the life of my sister, I am encouraged. So shall it be your life in Jesus' name. Or you want to be a sister that when your younger sister look at you, she shake her head. Ah, God, I don't want to be anywhere close to who my sister is. In fact, I want to be a changed person. Hallelujah. That will not be your portion. So, generational blessing is a, is a continuing something. Whatever you are doing right now, you may not know somebody will reap the fruit. Somebody will do what? Somebody will reap the fruit of what you are. Even you are sitting here today. It's not in vain. Everything God is taking everything into account. And these are the things that become standards for divine blessing in your life. When you are serving God, you serve him all utterly. Every little thing that you do for God, it becomes a standard for your blessing. Now some of us hear that some good thing that our parents did some time ago, that is what has brought us to this place where we find ourselves. Hallelujah. Now some of you here, you can just pick up your phone and call an uncle. Hello, uncle, I am broke. And your uncle will be running Etaskata to find you money. Why? Because the business your uncle is actually making money from is your father that set it for him. Hallelujah. He will not do that thing for you, not out of obligation, but out of gratitude. They love you because your father, your, your mom has been there for them. What seed are you going to sow for your generation? Your friends, as you are sitting down here today, some people are looking up to you. You never know. That some of your classmates, they are looking up to you. Maybe you say your own life is not even good. You complain every time. But somebody is looking up to you. Say, God, I want my life to be like the life of this sister. I just love her so much. I just like the way she does her things. I like the kind of wisdom that she has. I like the way she reacts to issue. Father, please let my life be like this person. And the person will be watching your life closely. Closely. Every step you take, the person is looking at you. When you make a mistake, they will also follow you more like that. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I can't hear your amen. So my question today, so that is a new year. What seed are you going to sow? 
Are you going to face your study with all your attention or you get distracted by friends? Remember, my people used to say, Remember the child of whom you are. Remember how your parents' struggles before they even they are even able to gather your school fees. Then they will not give you school fees, then you blow the school fees, go and buy a laptop. Then the parent will be calling you, have you paid high school? Yes, my high school is good. We just wrote our first test. I am the best. They are not here. They can't see anything. The fact is that you are not deceiving your parents. Am I saying the truth? You are deceiving yourself. Because your parents have lived their own life and they are fulfilling their responsibility to you as their child. One day, your children will be looking up to you. And they want you to fulfill your responsibility to them. You will not be looking them in the eyes. So if, if nobody say when I did school, I wasn't serious. Like I will sponsor you now. That time is too late. I have a friend who, when the father was very strong, he will go home and lie to the father, dupe the father, do four one nine for the father. And the father is the father loves him so much, the father will give him everything. He will go and use the money to smoke. Will buy Ogogoro, drink, buy, drink for his friends. Then they will enjoy, they will be singing, dancing, and so on, so doing all sorts of dance. Hallelujah. After some years, the father grew old. The money of the father is no longer coming. At the end of the day, the father died. Now, he was supposed to face his business, his life. He was not doing anything. He was gyrating, enjoying himself. At the end of the day, he impregnated a lady. That one gave birth to twins. Responsibility buckled for ground. Now, he now became serious at that time when he is married with two kids. Permit me, permit me to say that that is foolishness of the highest order. He has no career. He has no education. He has no business mind. He has nothing in his head to do. Now, he goes from sisters, younger sister, younger brother to, to, to collect money. To worsen his case. He now gave his life to Christ. He now decided to go to Bible school. It's too late. Hallelujah. Because the reason why he went to the Bible school was actually to cover the mistake that he has made. God cannot compensate you for the mistake you've made in the past. When, even when you devote your entire life to serving, he will not compensate your past. So right now, make sure that you live your life in a very good way. That makes you accountable to yourself. You are not accountable to anyone. Not to me. Even not to your dad. Amen. When your parents are putting pressure on you, asking you certain questions, you are getting bored. They are actually not expecting you to be responsible to them. They are trying to shape you. They are trying to make sure that you have a future. They want to be proud of you. Hallelujah. Your mates are in the classroom. You are playing... Uh, football game on your laptop, they are they are studying. Then you are busy. Hey, oh no, coach, you must not wait in your room. God will help us in Jesus' name. A man lost all his life savings. Listen to this story. He lost all his life savings, and he ran into a huge problem. People rejected him everywhere, but a man of God saw him walking around the street and the man took him in 
And this man of God actually was the father of Joachim. So the man was, is, is a pastor. So the man saw this man walking around. He called him and he asked him what he wanted to do. And the, the boy told the man, I want to become a medical doctor. He said, yeah. Me, he said, I don't have money. And this man sat the guy down, spoke some words of encouragement into him, and gave him $100 notes, $100 bill. And he sent the guy away. And that word of encouragement he gave to the man entered into his head. And the man became so desperately serious. He started doing odd jobs. And then he actually, after some years, he actually fulfilled his dreams of becoming a medical doctor. He became a surgeon. Now, Joe Austin that died after some years. Now they are now doing a big project in the church. Up to today, this man that the father helped is one of the major donors for the ministry of Joe Austin. Hallelujah. Why? Because his father sold a seed of how much? Hundred dollars. That's some seed you will sow into somebody's life today that your generation will continue to reap it, they will reap it, they will reap it, and it will, it will never finish. So when God brings somebody into your life, a friend, treat them very well because you never know where your children will meet their children. Hallelujah. Treat them very well. Take, do your best to make sure that you, you, you share the love of God with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Having a godly heritage is worth more than the riches of the whole world. You have something that you can leave. You are, living, you are a living example for your classmates. You are a living example for, for, for your siblings. You are a living example for your family. If you, you are conscious of your generational blessing, even your parents will start seeing you as a source of encouragement. They look at you and your dad will fall down on his knee in his closet and he will say, God, I thank you for the life of my daughter. Hallelujah. When you are going out of the house, your dad will call you in the midnight. Remember, you are the only girl and you are my baby girl. Don't mess up. Oh. Don't lose your virginity. Oh. You must marry a correct man. Oh. Face your studies. Oh. All those things he's saying is not for himself. But it's for you. It's for all of us. Hallelujah. Because when you protect yourself, when you walk with God, and you actually make your parents proud, they, they don't even need to pr pronounce a blessing upon you. Their soul blesses you. And everything you lay your hand upon, you are blessed. Hallelujah. My people used to do something. When you offend your mother, your mother will now call you say, you this girl. Oh my shebe friend. Your daughter will do the same thing for you. This is what you don't do for me. So now so your daughter will do it for you. You will not be a person that will be cursing your generation. And I pray for you. Any curse that has been passed upon you by your parent is broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Those curses are broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody today? Life is a gift from God. Live it as if you are accountable to God. Live your life in such a way that we store mercy for your generation. Every good choice you make today will yield positive fruit for your children or born, for your siblings, 
for your friends, anyone that will come close to you, every good choice you make will yield good fruits for them. Every wrong choice you make will also yield bad fruits for you and even for your generational unborn. You are storing up mercy for your old age and for your generation. David stored up mercy for Solomon. You know, do you know that when Solomon became a king, he became so famous, people were bringing gifts to him. Solomon is one of the richest men in the whole world. Somebody that even his slaves, they drink with golden cups. He married thousand women. He was so rich that he was rich emotionally because for you to even manage one woman, trouble. But this guy managed 700 wives and then he added 300 concubines on top. He was so rich, he took care of the, the man was, was so big. But let me tell you, everything that Solomon came to enjoy do you know that it wasn't by his effort? It was because of the favor of God on David. All the king in the whole world were coming to bless Solomon when they heard that hey, the son of David has become the king of Israel. Hallelujah. Queen of Sheba came. Most of the people, all the, the temple of Solomon, he, he, all the things he used, people brought them. People brought them. And this thing was a fruit from the seed that David his father and so you are sowing good seed tomorrow as you are going to class as a student or as you are going to your work place and as you are going to your business place look at your study as a seed that you are planting for your generation unborn look at your situation and your business as something that you are laying down for your siblings so that you can actually have your sibling looking up to you say, Lord, I want to go and be with my sister in Ghana. Life here is too hard. I want to go and be with my sister in Ghana. Hallelujah. And God will establish you. I can't get your amen. I say, God will establish you. Solomon was successful because of David's legacy. Everybody feared David. Everybody loved David. When, the, when David planned to build the temple of God, God said, no, you are not the one to build. It is your son that will build. Do you know that even Solomon is an illegitimate son of David? How many of you know that? He's an illegitimate son. Solomon happened to be the, the son of the woman, uh, is it Bathsheba? Yes, the woman that David snatched from her husband. Hallelujah. So when the woman got pregnant for the first time, God killed the child. Then the second son, that is Solomon. So according to the Israeli birthright, Solomon does not even deserve to be the king after David. The one who's supposed to be the king is Absalom. Absalom died in conspiracy with his father. Then the next person after Absalom was supposed to be Adonijah. Solomon killed Adonijah because he, he, he fought for his rights. At the end of the day, because God enthroned Solomon, Solomon became the king. And he began to reap the plantations of the father David. So I'm telling you this week, what seed are you going to plant for your generation to come? 
You are not even close to getting married. But let me tell you, everything that you do today, people are coming to reap it. Every laziness that you exhibit today, somebody will reap it tomorrow. If not you, your children will do it. Because every procrastination that you engage in today, somebody is coming to reap it. Am I talking to someone? So everything that you need to do, do them, do them. Don't, don't push them till tomorrow. Don't worry, God, I will do it tomorrow. Because as you postpone it, you have just postponed the day of your unborn children's blessing forward. So everything that you do, do it very well. Shout it louder, hallelujah. Solomon was one of the richest men in the world, even up to today. I'm praying that God will change your name to Solomon. But you will not have his wives. You have his wisdom. You will not, you will not have his uh, waywardness. You are your family's dream fulfilled. You are. Say it. Say, I am my family's dreams fulfilled. Say it with boldness. Many of us here, our parents prayed. Your mother prayed, oh, drank holy water. Drank anointed water. Fasted. Before they were able to get pregnant of you. Amen. Some even went to Abalist, swallow raw egg. Before even lizard. Clap for Jesus. They ate concussion. They were so desperate. And at the end of the day, when their prayers was answered, you see your father every day he will come and rub his hand on your mother's stomach. He's so happy that finally his wife is pregnant. You are a dream come true for your dad. You are a dream come true for your mom. Don't shatter their dreams. That's what the Lord asked me to tell you today. Don't shatter their dreams. Don't destroy the dreams they have for you. Don't break their hearts. Don't go and get pregnant before you, you finish university. Some of you are so smart that you can play around it. Do not come. Don't catch disease. Don't lose your glory. Over five minutes of enjoyment. Some brothers, they cannot live without sex for one month. They must sleep with one person. To answer, they even go to Asherwo people. You need deliverance. Because every lady you sleep with, you are pumping your destiny into them. You are sharing your glory. You are, you are, you are wasting your future away. So after five minutes, your eyes will not so where is the enjoyment in it is that why you want to lose your destiny the Lord will minister to your soul sow a good seed you are your family's dream come true so when you face your studies when you concentrate on your business on your dad's old age bed he will place his right hand upon your head say my daughter my son God bless you. Your mother will look at you, say, my son, you are my source of encouragement. My God will bless you. Such prayer go a very long way. Amen. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Can I get a louder amen? So this year, 2015, 
everything you do. Go with this mind to school tomorrow. Go with this mind to your place of work tomorrow. Everything I do, I am sowing a seed for my unborn children. Face your studies. Don't get distracted. Don't, when I was in school, I distract people. Especially during exam. I was a bad boy. When exam is coming, I wake up in the midnight, I drink coffee. Wake up, do my reading very well. Every lecture I go to, that day I get home, I read, I make sure I understand everything that was taught that day. So when exam is coming, I'll be cracking jokes. Now that some students, they carry their book to school. While exam is just one hour away, they will not be reading. Walking, huh? A, B, C, D, E, F. That is when I'll go and crack jokes. And they will all gather around, they'll be laughing to my jokes. <laughs> Amen. That was before I got born again. <laughs> I was doing it because I don't want anybody to go ahead of me. That was my plan. And they will fall for it. I'll, I, in fact, I will go and photocopy some jokes, give it to them. They will laugh, roll on the floor. They will not read their book again. When the exam comes, they will not, their eyes will not be doing one. one. They will be doing like this. Doing like this. Some, if you even sit beside, you want to giraffe me, I will spit on your face. So when somebody that will distract your life is coming your way, remove your shoe, walk away. No matter how their friendship is beneficial to you, if it is not beneficial to your destiny spiritually, walk away. Hallelujah. If they want to mislead you into doing things that is against the will of God for your destiny, walk away. Because they will not be with you in the future. That is the fact. When you are broke in the future, your friends will not be there. In fact, they will not even listen to you. Some of them, you will call them in that future, they will tell you, I'm busy with my wife. But they didn't force you to follow them. Don't break the dreams of your parents. It doesn't matter how uh, dangerous your parents are. Maybe they are godly or they are ungodly. Trust God for them. Believe God for them. Maybe your parents are not even together. Be praying for them. Bless God for their life. And pray for change in their life. And let God over empower you so that you can fulfill your plan for, I mean, his plan for your life. And so shall it be in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I say, so shall it be in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't take anything you do in life now for granted. Everything you do, don't take it for granted. Before you respond to anybody, don't just respond. A musician said, be good to the people you met on, the, on your way top because you might meet them on your way down. So treat everybody special because you never know how they will be of help to you. Hallelujah. Do good and you will get good. Go further in life. Do good and your generational generations will enjoy. Your moms, your dads, your grandparents, they work so hard to bring you to school. Some, let me tell you, some even forgo the pleasure of what money can give to them. Some of our parents go to borrow money from their friends so that you can come back to school. So that you can, you can have a good life. Say, daddy, I want to start a new business but I don't have enough money to start. Say, oh, my daughter, ah, my baby. Oh, I don't have money, but I'll go and talk to my friend. 
And your father will go and borrow money from his friends, bring the money to you. Don't worry, don't worry. I will struggle and pay. Because he wants you to be happy. Now you not give you the money, you go and blow it on drinks. You blow it on so many things. Buy a new phone, the latest uh, iPhone. Buy the latest laptop, the touch screen. Say the father will go, hello, my son. How far about the business? Oh, business is good. One day the man will find out. He will cry. But though he cried, it, it pained him. But you will suffer more. Because that seed, that blessing you are supposed to lay down for your generation, you will not be able to do it. Some of them let go of the pleasure. They staff themselves. In order for you to have a good life. Make sure you don't make them regret the seed that they have sown in you. Sacrifice now so that you can gain tomorrow. If possible, save some of your money. I always say it. If you have SS, your parent gives you SS as a student, save some. Save for the rainy day. You never know what will happen. My people say, Are you terrible lobby or walking? Nothing. Be a power Thank you. I'm forgetting some of those proverbs. Most more. Life is not straight. Anything can happen. So when you have SS money, save some. If possible, invest in some few things. Do business. Let something generate some money for you so that you can actually be of help to your parent. When your dad calls you, oh, my daughter, I'm so sorry. There is no money. There is no money. I'm so worried. I don't know what will happen. When is your exam? Next week, sir. Hey, hey, God. If you are at home, you see how they worry. How many of you have seen how your mom worry when they are not able to pay your fee? When they are calling you on phone, they, they, are, they will be breathing like as if they, they've carried horse on their head. Say, ah, hey, you know, don't worry, God will take control. They are just encouraging you. Do you not know what will happen? When you now call your mom, mom, don't worry, man, because God has done a miracle. The, the, which miracle? The fact that out of the money you gave me last two semesters, I saved some. And I'm going to pay for some of my exam. Your mom may not say anything to you, but in a soul, she will bless you. Am I making sense? But some of us, you have the money, you still lie. You still lie. Then you start putting pressure on your parents. You already got the money. Maybe you have a, like two boyfriends and they've all given you the same money. The same amount. Now you have double-double. You're not carrying phone again. Start putting pressure on your parents. Mommy, daddy, this thing you are treating me well. You are not treating me. In fact, in fact, I can see you don't love me. At least you have to send me something. You must send me something. That is a curse. I say, he didn't curse because you know within yourself that you already have the money. And you put your parent to, to that problem again. They'll be running up and down. It's, it's, it's like mathematics. The seed you plant, you will reap. Amen. You may say, oh, but pastor, you don't understand. Once my daddy here that I pay my fee like this, oh, forget. He will not give me the money again. Don't worry. You have just sown a seed for your generation. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody today? I know it's not easy. Ah, but, you know, but you say generational blessing. Is the money not my money? I'm the only son, so they must give me the money. <laughs> God will have mercy. It's not easy. I've been there before too. You call an uncle, the uncle will promise you money. An auntie will call you, promise you money. 
and you will not even tell them. You you come up with different stories. Hello, auntie. Uh, I have one hand out. I need to buy. There is no money. How much is the hand out? Three uh, hundred Ghana cities. Hey, I just called daddy, and I don't know what daddy is saying. Don't worry, I will send the money to you. Then you call an uncle. Tell the uncle the same story, because you know that that your auntie and your uncle they are not ahead. They don't talk to each other, so he will not expose your secret. You call the uncle, tell him the same story. He will run a scatter, send you the 300. Making how much? 600. You call another distant uncle somewhere. Hello, Uncle Kokumo. Hey, it's been a long time. I'm just checking on you. I need a help. Say, how much? 300 Ghana City. Making how much? 900. Then you now call your dad again. Daddy, I'm still waiting for that money. You still not sent it. Go and talk to your mother. Go and talk to your mother. Then you carry for mommy. Daddy says I should talk to you. How much do you need? 300 Ghana City. Okay, I will send it to you tomorrow. Making how much? 1,200. Only you. And you are happy. And the next day, you go, and you, you, you go, you go to, is it Cass Valley or where? Shop right. Then you go to Danny. Danny, I want to order 10 shawarma. That I will ask you, what's going on? Is that a party? No, I just want to say to my friends. The friends who will join you, they will eat shawarma. <laughs> what you are telling them is, oh yeah, come and cast money. Come and chop it with me. They will eat it together. <laughs> it's not easy. It's a seed that you are sowing. You never know. Maybe you may even think, oh, my, even my, if my daddy finds himself, he will think I'm, I'm being smart. You are not being smart. You are sowing, you are planting something. God will help us in Jesus' name. In conclusion, beloved, make most of your talent. Make the most use of your talent now. You can sing, sing very well. You can do anything you can do, do it very well. Don't serve God with bitterness, with anger with and it let your mind be free in the presence of God hallelujah because definitely the seed will germinate and it will produce fruit and the blessing will come every choice you make today has a reward for your tomorrow be diligent beloved I don't want you to I don't want your children to look up to heaven Though many of us, we don't want to die. If I say we want to die here, nobody will raise hands. But we want to go to heaven. How many of us want to go to heaven? We we don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven, wave your hand. But you cannot go to heaven unless you die. Or rapture come. Yes, you see, not now. Nobody wants to die. But you will not die now in Jesus' name. But the fact is that you grow old, you have white hair, you have all, your, all the teeth is gone. Even you become like a baby. Eventually, you die. And a time is going to come that your children will look up to heaven and say, Daddy, God bless you. Mommy, God bless you. Because now, they are, they are beginning to witness some things in their life as a result of the good things that you have sown before you left. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or you work in a company back in Nigeria. You work in a company and you did your job so well. Your boss loves you so much that he, when you were leaving, because you, you got another job abroad and you were leaving, 
all the company members, the, the staff members, they were all crying because you were leaving. When your sister applied for a job in that same place, tell me, would they reject your sister? They would take your sister because of the good things that you have done in that company. Once they heard, ah, who are you? My name is uh, Adelonke Omobaba. Which Omobaba? I see Omobaba that I know. Yes, the YouTube will say Omobaba. My sister used to work here before because you were proud that your sister worked in that place. You say you are a sister. <laughs> Forget you've gotten the job. So good seed and blessing will come to you. Beloved, I want to bow down your head this morning. Begin to talk to the Lord. Every wrong seed that I've sown, every seed of laziness, every seed of reluctancy, every negative seed that I've sown that will stand against my future and the future of my unborn generation. Lord, forgive me. I uproot those seeds and I burn them in the fire of the Holy Ghost. I uproot those seeds and I set them on fire. Talk to the Lord this morning. I command the Holy Ghost fire to destroy those evil seeds I have sown. Let your blessing come upon me. Lord, I don't have a family heritage, but I want to be the beginning of a positive inheritance in my generation. Lord, plant that oil, that seed into my life. Give me the grace to be hardworking, to serve you with all my heart, to be diligent in my service to you, so that I can have a future that I desire. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet. I want to walk to a friend. Just walk to a friend. If you are here today and there is one of your friends here that has offended you and you are still angry with her, walk to her right now. Amen. Uh, can I see you do that? You have a friend that has offended you. If you are here, you didn't do it. Hey, God see you. You have a friend that has offended you. And anytime you remember what she did to you, you pray that, oh God, 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 God. Walk to her now. Walk to him now. Say, my friend, I forgive you. I forgive you. I want to, I want to start afresh. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Now turn to the next person standing beside you. Hallelujah. Turn to the next person standing beside you. Say, my friend, I connect your life to generational blessings. I can't hear your voice. In the name of Jesus. Take another friend. Speak the same thing to the life of the person. Say, my friend, I connect your life to generational blessing. Say to the third person, my friend, I connect your life to generational blessing. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you because of your word. And Lord, we pray that you release your blessing upon our life. You give us the spirit of diligence that as we go in all our weekly activities, we shall be diligent. 
We shall have the consciousness that everything that we do is like a seed. And we are planting seed for our generation unborn. Father, grant us the strength to walk with you wholeheartedly in the mighty name of Jesus. As you go into this week, the blessing of God will rise and shine upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. This month of February shall vomit out every blessing that is in need for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus.